Hey, and welcome to Becca Babbles Podcast, the show where I will teach you to be the best version of yourself by learning about yourself, body, and the world around you, or at the very least, give you a good laugh. I'm your host, Becca. Now let's get babbling. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Becca Babbles Podcast. And this week's episode is going to be my spooky episode that I uh, promised on Instagram. It's honestly not going to be scary, but when I realized when I was looking at my Google Calendar, I was like, I have to do a spooky episode because this podcast comes out on Halloween. So that means I have to do something Halloween related because I just... I love Halloween. I love the ability to decorate your house, even though my decorating isn't the best. Like I'm not that coordinated where it's like spooky scary and I'm not like the cute decorating organized type. It always ends up just being kind of, we have one main focus, like we have this blown up spider and then we have these like pumpkins that glow and I try and change it up every year or at least like be a little bit creative, but then it never ends up working out and we kind of just resort to the same old, same old. I don't know if other people do that. I know my neighbor across the street, she's like super creative when it comes to Halloween decorating. And I'm like, I wish I had that sort of vibe, but we're just sticking to what we have. But I also like the ability to like be whoever you want to be, like dress up, show your creativity side, show your like Pinterest board self. I'm very much into the like try and make it as homemade as possible. I just feel like that's makes it really fun. It might not be the most organized or put together sort of costume, but I feel like it makes it the most original and allows you to like express yourself. I think I talked about this in my September recap but I had some interesting Halloween costumes where I just like let my creativity flow where I was Pippi Longstocking that one. I had so much hairspray in my hair. I'm pretty sure it took me about like two hours just to try and get all of that out. And it was probably still stuck in my hair because I would spray it with the red hairspray, the the orange, and then I also had wires in my hair. If you don't know who Pippi Longstocking is, you need to you need to search it up. It's like from an old, is it a movie or a cartoon? Well, it's not a cartoon because it was an actual person. But anyways, she's super funny. Um, I'm trying to think some of the other ones. I think I talked about the like, puppy basketball that I was that I um I wanted to be a puppy because I I liked puppies but then I also liked basketball so I was like why not combine the both so I had my grandma my poor grandma (laughs) um she was like okay she wants to do this and I'm here so I'm gonna sew it for her this was the first time where it was like I actually had a costume where it was like sewn from scratch she took these two felt orange pieces, sewed them together in a circle, and then we put these black lines on them. And then I face painted my face as a puppy and put pigtails in my hair. And I was like, I'm a puppy inside a basketball. Well, then everyone just thought I was a puppy inside a pumpkin, which like, honestly, that was kind of a better concept than what I had in the first place, but it wasn't what I was going for, but it worked out. But as far as like decorating, I actually kind of have a story where me trying to be more creative this year led me to 
it, it happens every year where I'm like, okay, I'm going to have this creative plan. And then my my thought process of like, okay, instead of having these pumpkins that we've had for forever being on the ground, I'm going to have them hanging. Well, these pumpkins are so old that like the bottom of them always falls out. So I'm over here trying to like tape it, try and glue it. I was like, oh, I could have them like hanging off the railing and I got duct tape everywhere. And then I try and like hang up all the lights in like different areas and it happens every year. And I don't, I don't understand why I can't get this through my head. But then I end up asking my dad for help because I'm like, hey, can you help plug this in? Or like, can you just plug it in? I'll just set everything out and you plug it in. And then he comes back to me and is like, you put it in all the opposite directions. Because you know how like you have plugs. Well, some people have like plugs on the outside of your house. But then you have you might have like certain plugs where it's like you plug it into a certain outlet and then you're able to like turn on the switch and it turns on all your lights. I always put it in the opposite direction to where it's not in the area where that plug is. So then I have to go back and redo everything I just did. And then there's part of me that like doesn't like going on the ladder. But then of course this year my dad was like, hey, you're getting on the ladder. And I just, it's not a stable position and I don't like it. But of course I ended up because it happens every year, he makes me go up this ladder but the funny part was, is I feel like it's payback for going up the ladder because these pumpkins that I told you about how I was trying to make them hang from where my porch is. So they'd be like floating pumpkins. But we were trying everything that we could to tape the pumpkins for the bottoms not to fall out. Or we tried gluing to where my dad was just like, okay. We're going to get, it wasn't Gorilla Glue, but it was some sort of glue where it was like intense chemical glue. I don't know what was going through his head, but he was like, oh, just open it with my mouth. Like he he pulled on the tab to open with his mouth. And the next thing I know, I hear him go, like kind of from, what's that movie? I think it has Adam Sandler in it where he... He kind of just thought that this and his house was his tongue, like that. That was literally what my dad was doing. And I was like, what did you do? And he got the, the glue all down his tongue. And he's like, I can't feel my tongue. <laughs> and it was the funniest thing in the world. And I honestly think it's payback for him making me go on the ladder. But then I also am a little bit nervous about this Halloween because I feel like there's a ghost where I work. I am for sure. I like deep down there is a ghost. I I've never really experienced anything with ghosts before. Uh, I know I've seen like TV shows and stuff like that, but there was I thought people at my work were joking around about there being a ghost. And someone had mentioned we had a client who had mentioned that there was a ghost at our work. And I was like, oh, no, it's fine. And it's one of those things where like you have these coincidences pop up and you're like, oh, that's just coincidence. It's fine. And then you have that one big situation where you're like, oh, no. <laughs> and you start getting nervous. That's basically what had happened. So we have these cable machines and they have like different little apparatus apparatuses that you can like clip onto there and stuff. And the first incidence of like maybe it being a ghost was we had a kettlebell and the guy that I work with was like, hey, do you know where the kettlebell is? And I was like, no. 
And we were looking everywhere for it because I hadn't used a kettlebell that day and we couldn't find it. And then finally the next day it pops up and we were like, oh, okay. So we put the kettlebell back. Then I had the another situation where it was that cable machine. It had we just the regular cable and you have two of them. And so the guy that I work with comes in and he was like, hey, I have two clients. I need to use the two cables. And I was like, OK, yeah, sure. And he he's looking. He finds one, but then he couldn't find the other one. And I was like, that's weird. I swear there was another one there. And then he leaves and then when he comes back with that one cable that he took, it was hanging right there, that second one. And we all look at each other, me, my client, and then the guy that I work with, we were all looking at each other and we were like, that wasn't there. I swear it was not there. And it was just one of those weird things where it was like, it wasn't there in the first place. And I like, everyone knew it, but then you're kind of just like, okay, maybe it was coincidence. Like maybe we like couldn't see it or something like that. Then this one's like the big kicker. And I don't know how this happened. Like the only thing I can relate it to is like, if there was a ghost and mind you, it was the reason why I'm saying it's a ghost is because people at my work had told me that someone had mentioned we had a client that had mentioned you realize there's a ghost in here and it's kind of one of those things where you're like "Mm -hmm, yeah okay sure and you just smile and you walk away but then it starts like digging in the back of your mind and you start thinking oh wait is she right so back to the story we have a suspension trainer that was just hanging on the cable machine and the cable machine that we have it has a complete back to it so there's no holes there's no like it's literally a board on the back there's nothing getting through and the and the suspension trainer was just hanging right on it to where it was just resting on it and there was no vent above it there was no vent behind it there was no vent in front of it even though that wouldn't work if it was blowing that way anyways. So I'm talking to the guy that I work with and then out of the corner of my eye, I just see the suspension trainer go up and then like like half of it go up like in a 45 degree and then come right back down. And I'm just like, uh, (laughs) and I kind of look at him and I'm like, you you saw that, right? And he just goes, yeah. And then we kind of just look at each other just thinking, um, and he starts laughing because I didn't accept the fact that there was a ghost in here. Then I find out that there's been this whole conspiracy with him and my boss for like a while. And I was like, why, why didn't you ever communicate this to me? So a little bit nervous about working on Halloween this year. I'll keep you guys updated if you want to see if like I have any weird things happen at work as far as the ghost or if we should name the ghost. I feel like I shouldn't name the ghost because like if the ghost already has a name plus then I might actually be bringing it to life more. Um, But we'll see. So hopefully I don't have a visit from the ghost. But if I do, I'll bring it back up. But this kind of leads me to the main point of the podcast that I wanted to talk about, which is like fears that I have or things that I think scare me. And there's like some background to this. I got this idea from another podcast called Ear Biscuits. And then when I had the correlation of like 
this coming out on Halloween. I was like, I have to do this. And they did a podcast on like what scares them. And I was like, you know, this is fun, especially because I feel like I don't have the normal things that scare me. Like I know most people, they think like, oh, they're scared of like going on airplanes or they're afraid of blood. Like I, when I see blood, I was, and this might be be why I went more healthcare related because I wasn't afraid of blood. And it might also be because my grandma is a nurse, so it might just be ingrained in me. But I was that kid. This also goes with shots as well. I was that kid who would be fine with shots. Like my sister is deathly afraid of shots to where when I was like five, what would happen is I would walk up to the doctor and then pull up my the sleeve of my shirt and just be like, look, Megan, it's fine. I can... I can, the shot's fine. It's okay. And I like go up to the doctor and I let the doctor give me a shot because I was perfectly fine with it. And I was good with getting blood drawn until I had a situation with like a practicing nurse where she did the whole rolling back and forth situation. That took me a while to get back to being okay with getting my blood drawn. But for the most part, I'm pretty much okay when it comes to like blood and shots. And then I also realized a lot of people are deathly afraid of snakes and bugs. Like, I'm not going to be one of those people who go up to a snake and is like, hey, I want to touch you. Like if someone's holding it, you know, when people would come to your school sometimes or like you'd go to the library and they would like bring a wilderness person and they're like, hey, touch the snake. I'd touch the snake because like someone's controlling that snake but if it's just out in the wild I'm just going to like keep my distance but when it comes to bugs I'm not that person that freaks out when there's a spider or a cockroach on the wall it's actually kind of funny I listened to Fluffy's newest comedic show on Netflix and he was talking about how big Texas cockroaches were and I didn't realize that other places had smaller cockroaches and like they're gross, but they're not terrifying to me. And so I would just I'd kill them and I'd move on like it's fine. Or like I'd get a little cup and you unless it's like a really scary spider where I know it's poisonous. I'm not going to pick it up. I'm just going to kill it. Or I like I go to my dad and I will tell him to kill it. But I'm not afraid of bugs or snakes. And then when it comes to heights, I don't think I'm afraid of heights like I have a my legs will get shaky, but I'm not I'm not a person who would be like, oh, I'm not doing this because I'm afraid of heights. And I think that's like a natural innate fear that most people have. Like if I'm going close to a ledge, yeah, I might get a little shaky. But for the most part, I'm like, I'm okay with heights. And then this was a fear that I used to have. But I feel like reading in front of the class, that was a big fear I used to have. And I kind of conquered that a bit because I was always afraid of messing up. It was funny. I was in theater in seventh grade. And if I could practice a skit by myself beforehand, I was perfectly fine. I could perform that. It was okay. But anytime a teacher would be like, oh, I remember when we had to read Romeo and Juliet. And I was like, please don't call on me. Please don't draw my name. Please. I do not want to read this. I was that person who did not want to read it because I didn't know it was coming. And I wasn't even focusing on 
anyone reading. I was literally just focusing on making sure I knew how to read the sentence that I was about to read, making sure that I knew the words that I was about to say because I didn't want to fumble all over them. But I've kind of gotten over that a bit to where like in smaller groups, I will I will request to read. So we're still working on that one, though. But I do have some funny things that scare me. And I thought this would be a fun little episode to like talk about if you like want to laugh at the things that scare me because it's not the typical things that would scare people. And this first one, I feel like some people have this fear. And it's, it's okay that I have this fear. And that's the fear of elevators. I just, I don't like them. It's this anticipation of like getting stuck or like the cord breaking. And for all those people who like to jump on elevators, please stop. <laughs> it terrifies me to the core. And then you're basically in this trapped little cell where if something does happen, you're stuck with either yourself or whatever stranger that is there and you have no idea their past or what they've done or who they are. Like, it's kind of terrifying if you think about it. And you're this floating box that's attached to like a couple strings. I would way rather run up and down 15 flights of stairs than have to take an elevator. I just, I don't like them. I will take them if I have to, but I just, I don't like elevators. And then my next fear would be roller coasters. I know so many people love roller coasters, but I will do them if I have to. But I am that person who like secretly wishes we did not decide to go to Six Flags as a friend group. And this is where my sister and me have the complete opposite where she makes fun of me of being afraid of roller coasters because she loves them. And then I make fun of her for like being afraid of shots. But I just... When you sit in a roller coaster, they need to have more, like, I want to be squished, if that makes sense. Like, I want to feel suffocated when it comes to the seatbelt or the, the bar. What makes me feel safe when I just have a bar, like, half an inch to an inch in front of me, and I literally feel my butt coming off the seat as we do whatever we do in this roller coaster. And I just, I don't feel safe. I remember going on Mr. Freeze in Texas and I, my friend wanted to sit at the very end of the roller coaster. And it was the worst feeling in my entire life because what happens on Mr. Freeze, if you don't know, is that you go straight up to where you're literally vertical and we were at the tippy top and then you just go straight back down and it terrifies me to my core and the funny thing is though is that I'm completely okay with water slides like I will do that I will do any sort of water slide except for one and those are those like tiny tube water slides. It's the ones where you're completely enclosed and you just cross your arms in front of you and they're just like, okay, slide through. I hate those. I'm terrified of getting stuck. <laughs> like so many people have told me you're not going to get stuck in it. And you can just like, if you do, you can just turn around and like push yourself down. No, like I, I still feel like I'm going to get stuck and I can't turn or like I'm enclosed and entrapped. I swear I'm not claustrophobic. I don't think I'm claustrophobic, but it's the fact of like everything surrounding me. And I just see 
this tube and I remember one time I finally went on one because again I'm that person where if someone in my friend group is like hey we're gonna do this I'm not gonna be that person who's gonna be like no let's not do it because I still want to push myself but inside of my head I'm thinking why are we doing this I don't want to do this but don't wimp out you could do it and so I did it but like still I every single moment I'm hating it and I I'm just like just get through it it's like five seconds of your life you'll be fine and the funny thing is is people say like oh exposure therapy will be fine no every single time I go on a water slide like that it terrifies me again and again now I know I said that I didn't like bugs but I will say wasps terrify me and I have a good reason for this and I feel like most people will support me when it comes to wasps because when I'm at the horses and for some reason like we have all the traps in the world but we will get tons and tons of wasps there and I don't understand it and one time I was sweeping all the like the hay and the shavings and stuff like that and I was minding my own business and this is where like I'm okay with bees. Bees, you like, you mind your own business. It's fine. Wasps, no. They're like, ha, I see a person. I'm going to attack. Like that's, that's their thought process. I don't understand. I don't understand their purpose. I've tried to search it up and there's no support to like what the purpose of a wasp is. If you know what it is, tell me on Instagram, like DM me. Cause like, I don't understand why they exist, but I was sweeping and out of nowhere, this wasp just tries to like dive bomb and just strikes me right in my neck and it hurt so bad and so anytime I see a wasp I just kind of do the whole little like little bubble situation where you give the wasp like a giant bubble and you kind of go me like that's basically what I do every time I see a wasp and you do that little weird cross step sort of situation where you gracefully give it like space that's me anytime I see a wasp now this next fear I have I've kind of mentioned this on my gym fails. So if you've already listened to that podcast, you'd probably know this, but I'm I'm afraid of box jumps. Like I've been stuck at level three at my at my gym for the longest time. I'm pretty sure I can go up higher, but it's just that psychological thought of, oh crap, I'm gonna fail this box jump and I'm gonna end up having a giant gash I don't really know how to explain that but like just a giant mark down my leg and I'm gonna start bleeding like I did the last time and I don't want that to happen (laughs) so I have been told like oh just put a 45 pound plate on it and it'll be fine but there's still something about it where it's like what if I trip what if I don't make it but I feel like I could make it maybe I need to like video myself to see how much space I have and just be like oh we've got this so if you have any suggestions on how to like get over the fear fear of box jumps because I see people who do those like super tall box jumps and just jump up there and they have an amazing vertical and I like I want to get there but it just it terrifies me but you can't improve if you don't get over the fear obviously and then my next one this one's a little bit more serious and it's just like the fear of failure and I feel a little bit of this comes with like perfectionists being a perfectionist and wanting to succeed or just like figure out that I have a path or a plan and if something doesn't work out then that means that nothing else will and I know that's very black and white and I 
it's almost this like this fear of if this doesn't work then that means it won't let me get to that plan so if I fail at this then I won't get to where I want to be and I don't know where that comes from and I think a little bit of of it is being like, oh, I got to make sure I make A's. I got to make sure like I keep my grades up. I got to make sure that like I I have some sort of structure to get me to where I want to be and find that plan so that I don't fail. And that kind of like gives that little like safety buffer, if that makes sense. But I'm okay. I'm getting better at like failing and messing up and being okay with that. And that's still something I'm working on. But there's still like deep down, I still feel this fear of like failing at life, which like that's not, I don't feel like that's possible. Like I don't think you can fail at life because there is no book to life. So there's me getting a little bit philosophical on you. But to get back to more of the funny ones, my next fear is. I'm afraid of chihuahuas. Like those things are little demons. I don't care if you think it's sweet. I don't care if you think that it's the most adorable thing in the world and it's a tiny little being and it's fine. No, those things are creepy. I would walk home from school almost every day in elementary school and there was these three chihuahuas that would just bark at me and my friends all the time. Like, okay, I'm not deathly afraid to where I can't go up to a chihuahua, but their bark and everything about them those like bug-eyed eyes are the creepiest thing in the world and I just I can't get past it and my one friend has a chihuahua where I swear there's a demon inside that thing and their teeth are so weird and I just I don't like it and it makes my skin crawl thinking about a chihuahua so I don't I appreciate them they they are a dog like I'm a complete dog person I love dogs to death but I just chihuahuas the way that they are, it's kind of like when people are creeped out by like hairless cats. That's me with chihuahuas. I just, I don't understand them. And I don't get how a wolf turned into chihuahuas. It doesn't compute in my head. But the last fear that I have is the Chuck E. Cheese mascot. This thing scares me. And it's not, I'm not afraid of mascots. I'm not afraid of people in costumes. But one time I was left at Chuck E. Cheese and my, my grandma had me and my cousin and my sister and we were all at Chuck E. Cheese. I think I was like five or six at this point and I'm walking around Chuck E. Cheese and I don't realize that my grandma left me. She got my cousins and my sister and she left in the car and I'm sitting here at Chuck E. Cheese and here comes this mascot up to me almost in like the position of like wanting to hug me and be like it's okay and you're just like as a five or six year old you're just staring up at this thing and you're like oh my gosh I'm gonna die this thing is going to consume me like it was terrifying so this thing still creeps me out to this day I've never played Five Nights at Freddy's or whatever that game is, but I'm pretty sure that would probably scare me. I don't, most horror movies, I feel like, don't scare me. They kind of, like, give me the chills, but they don't scare me. But I feel like that game would definitely scare me, especially if they had the Chuck E. Cheese character there. So I'm honestly kind of happy that Chuck E. Cheese might be going down because then I don't have to deal with that weird mouse anymore. But I'm perfectly fine with Mickey Mouse. I, d I don't understand it, but it's like that 
mouse from Chuck E. Cheese is just creepy and weird, smells weird, and I just don't want to deal with it. But that's all my fears that I could think of that scare me. So I asked on Instagram what your guys' fears were just to see if maybe we had something in common or I could relate to it. And Yasmin.Adriana said her fear was peeing in public places. Now, I can't relate to this because I had the grandma where if you were going on a road trip and she didn't want to stop or there wasn't a place to stop and you said you had to pee, she would make you open the door on like the middle of nowhere and just pee in the grass. (laughs) She would put a towel out and she's just like, okay, do your business, go. So like I dealt with that. But my sister, I don't know if she's okay with me talking about this, but we'll see. She doesn't listen to the podcast, but um, or at least I don't think so. But she used to in elementary school she wouldn't go to the bathroom she's like no it's not happening she would hold it in till the very end of the day and she's like I'm not peeing at school it's not happening so I feel you and I support you but I think your bladder would appreciate it if you would pee in a public place if you have to because I don't know about you but there's only a certain point to where I can hold my bladder till I feel like I'm about to explode now, Nato Fio, she this one was funny because she she sends me frogs, then she sends me owls, and then she goes basically any animals without necks. And I didn't think about this, but that is kind of creepy. Like why don't they have necks? Obviously owls can like rotate their head completely. They can rotate their head 360, right? Or am I dumb? I'm pretty sure they can rotate their head 360. We'll see. Okay. Call me out if they can't rotate their head 360, but I am for sure they can rotate their head completely. But that is kind of weird and creepy. Like if that was in a horror movie and you hear in the background where it's like ding or whatever the horror movie sound is, I really need to get one of those like pads where it has all the sound effects, especially for this kind of episode. But that is really weird to have an animal that has no neck because how does it turn then? Or maybe they just have this microscopic neck that's like on the inside, but you can't see it because it's completely covered. I don't know. I'm trying to justify it so you're not afraid of neckless animals, but I don't think I'm doing a great job. So I, that is a really weird one. Now, Imperfectly Page Wellness, she gave me two. She said her serious one was forgetting things, which I completely understand that. I felt bad. Was it yesterday? Yeah my neighbor's birthday like I I I try and keep track of everyone's birthday and I put it on a google calendar for a reason because I feel so bad when I miss people's birthday and I see them in public and then they're kind of just like so why didn't you text me happy birthday and I'm like I'm sorry it wasn't on my google calendar I have so many other things I'm thinking about not to say that you're not important but You know, birthdays just pass you sometimes unless they're like living with you. And I just I have to have that reminder. And then also forgetting if I have an appointment that terrifies me because then you get that call from the person and they're like, hey, Rebecca, are you coming to your appointment? And you're like, oh, shoot. (laughs) And it makes me feel dumb. And like, I don't have my life together. And then I start thinking, what, what do they think 
about me, especially if like I'm just sitting and watching TV or reading and I'm like, I, I should have known that I had this appointment, but I, I feel you on that one. And then her funny one, this one I really feel. Her funny one is feet. She is afraid of feet. I don't think I'm afraid of feet, but anyone in my family will justify this for me. I, I don't like feet. I don't understand people who have a foot fetish, but I do not like people's bare feet touching me. And then I don't like my bare feet or even sometimes my feet with socks on. I don't like them like barely touching their like thigh or something. I just, it makes my skin crawl and I can't handle it. (laughs) I don't know what it is about feet. Like I will walk barefoot everywhere. I like walking barefoot. I hate shoes. I won't wear shoes if I don't have to. Like I will bring my shoes in my car and then put them on at the very last minute if I can. Or if someone else is driving, I will just carry my shoes with me, which has gotten me in trouble because I will forget to bring two socks. And then I'm walking around with just one sock on. That actually happened the first day of school. I was getting ready for anatomy that I had in the morning because I had lab at like, was it seven or eight? I can't really remember. And I had all my stuff together and I brought my shoes with me. I thought I had two socks and then I get to go put my shoes on and I realize I only have one sock. (laughs) So don't like wearing shoes. But for some reason, if someone's foot is even like hovering over my leg or like when you're sitting on the couch, this is a good example. I'm sitting on the couch watching TV with my uh, family and my mom is laying on the couch and I'm sitting on the couch and her foot is just like half a centimeter close to my leg. I will just shimmy over because I'm like, I don't even want your essence of your foot surrounding my leg. So I feel you on that one. I I don't like feet and I don't know if I'll ever get over that. There's just something weird about people's feet, but yet... I see the importance of feet. (laughs) I hope that's making sense, but I hope you enjoyed this episode. I had fun recording this episode and I hope you have a wonderful spooky Halloween and I hope you guys have a happy Halloween and thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you have any other topics or questions you want me to talk about, email me at beccababblespodcast at gmail.com or you can DM me at rebecca.8 on Instagram with any topics or questions you want me to talk about. But thank you so much again for listening to this podcast and I can't wait to babble with you next time.